Nice shirt, Mitch. Yeah, you got the Grand Prix shirt on, Mitch. Nice. No Montreal kidding. Grand Prix. Yeah. That's lovely. It's Still a vintage. Waiting. Vintage one, too, eh? Yeah, vintage, man. Got the red collar. Nice. I wonder... Got the, uh, got the Ferrari right on the chest. Oh, yeah. Might that, was a nice, that, that was a nice I'll pick. I'll stand of... up for you guys. That <laughs> yeah, looks good, go. doesn't it? Oh, yeah, it does. That was a nice picture of uh, Ronaldo having a little meet and greet with the boys at uh, Scuderia Ferrari. That was great to see. I loved it. <laughs> He's just like, that's the only F1 team Ronaldo will associate with. <laughs> only one. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Maybe yeah. Alfa Romeo, maybe. <laughs> I think I remember him a couple of years ago getting like a, there was an Insta- a big Instagram picture and it was him and Lewis. So I, right am I? Or am I just thinking of shit? I, th- uh, I think no, probably. you might be right. I think he he went to one of the races. I forget where it was. I, I want to say Monaco. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> Which is Monaco. fitting because it's uh it's the next GP we got coming up on the yeah. calendar. And apparently there's going to be fans there too, which I, I was kind of surprised, but there's going to be some fans in the stands, which will be cool. Dude, Monaco can make anything happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of money. They're like, COVID? <laughs> uh, COVID's not here anymore. <laughs> no. It doesn't no. exist. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I think they had the Formula E Grand Prix this past weekend. There, yeah, I watched a little bit of it. It was just, it was just on, so I turned it on. It was kind of, it's so strange because they're just like, Meow. it's the sound, Meow. man. It just throws yeah. me off. And like, there was an instant where, uh, like, go, going into one of the tight hairpin corners, the cars were just like on top of each other. Yeah. And like body parts are falling off. And then they're just like still driving. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Dude, nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild. It's a little man, different. I had somebody giving me like not a hard time, but like just kind of throwing some shots at like F1 about, you know, the fuel consumption and like how bad it is for the environment. I was like, what the? Right fuck like yeah like do you realize what goes on in the world and you're like getting mad at f1 yeah. for for the fact that race cars absolutely out to lunch do you drive a car every day and it just makes me like i don't like that sound of the formula e like it just takes away from the the whole thing in my opinion yeah. kind of just takes formula away. formula one has like done a lot to make it as like green as possible and it's not like they're putting like like different fuels burn differently and it's not like they're putting crap fuel in those cars. They're putting like the best fuel you can. So it's probably the cleanest fuel you could possibly be using. So, and I just saw it like recently they've um, they've added to the parts list, like things you can use. So I think you can now like use uh, hemp in, in F1 parts as well. So they are definitely trying to make it a a greener sport for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I I thought it was funny. I just, I was kind of like, yeah. Well, speaking, hey, hold that thought. Speaking of Formula E, it's going to Vancouver. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. So Vancouver is getting it in next year, like next summer, July 2022, False Creek area. So that's gonna be pretty dope. We're That'd going. Be really cool. Yeah, we're going we got it. for sure. We're absolutely going. Yeah. yeah, boys, I might be home. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Love reunion. No kidding, man. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. You know, the uh, the fourth Grand Prix of the year is done. Uh, España, Bar- Barcelona. Um, it's a track that, uh, you know, everybody, everyone like looks forward to it. But then it's also, it's always kind of a little bit anticlimactic because there's never a ton of passing or, 
you know, and I think I was reading up, up a bunch on it and it seems like the drivers know the track so well because they put so many laps in on this track that you just don't make mistakes. So the only time there's really opportunity to pass is on that main straight with the, with the DRS. It's literally the only spot <laughs> pretty much, which is but, crazy. I, I, I saw like, uh, the commentators were saying it's like more likely there's more overtakes in Monaco, which is pretty crazy to think about, um, yeah. for a city circuit, which is, I was shocked and I kind of forgot about that for, for Barcelona, but there ended up being some, some pretty good battles and it does just force it into a strategic race, which was uh, fun to watch. And which it was, it was a completely, I think that, that strategy won that, uh, won that race and, and Mercedes yeah. took it over, over Red Bull, um, once again, not by much, you know, it was no. like at the end of the day, it was another really close battle, which, which mm -hmm. we love to see. Cause we want to see this championship fight go right till the end. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, Toto, Toto and his team and, and Lewis, I mean, they, they got her done once again. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I, I feel like I was holding my breath cause I stayed up to watch it. Right. And, um, I was like, I was like, as it was starting, I'm like, oh, I should just go to bed. I'll watch it in the morning. But then like, as the, it, like, I just stayed up and the whole time I was just like, oh my goodness. Like Lewis was so close to max, like <laughs> just like so close to the max would pull. And I'm like, okay. And then he would get so close. And then when he dives into those pits, I was just like, oh my goodness. Just like held my breath for 30 more laps. That was a last ditch effort in the pit lane. It's crazy. It was like everyone was like, "Whoa!" Like it, it, like it was just like so quick right at the yeah. end. Yeah, but they've had that planned all along for sure. I would think. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it paid off for them in the end, obviously. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I know. And I was thinking, like, as soon as I don't know, me and Mitch watched it together with with our dad, and and yeah. you know you see the gap when he comes out of the pits and you're like 30 seconds. Like it's mm -hmm. like take her home max, you know, like totally you got this, you know, like there's yeah. no way he's going to, there's no way he's going to catch you. Um, and then as the laps go by, you're like, Oh, he just took a second and a half on that lap and each lap. And he took, he was taking over a second a lap on yeah. each lap and he passed him way earlier than i mean even they suggested or they thought would happen yeah i think he had 6 laps to go when he got past him yeah so Which i mean wild. then it makes you think like man like why wouldn't you know like why wouldn't horner and the red bull team pit max like as soon as that ha like on that next lap you know and yeah. then at least they're coming out battling yeah they might lose track position but they have the chance to overtake exactly yeah. and you know and you know if you give max that chance he's he's gonna take the chance oh for sure but it's, we also i feel like we also don't know like what exactly was maybe they didn't have the proper tires like because because uh lewis goes back on a medium set of tires and maybe the red bull car maybe they didn't have a good set of mediums to put him back on and they would have mm -hmm. to put him on softs or hards which then loses you the race for sure yeah. So, and that's what it kind of seemed like at the end watching the interviews. It, it seemed like they didn't really have a choice. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I feel like they're going to make it seem like that just because, but like yep. when you look back at the race, like the max like messes up his first pit stop, that's two seconds. Um, which like for people that don't really watch F1, they might not understand like two seconds is literally it's so much. Um, and, and like that could be the difference that two seconds could be the difference of him reacting to lewis's pit and 
and them feeling more comfortable to pit once you did. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought it was shocking too, that like, uh, right after Lewis's pit, uh, Red Bull comes on the radio saying like, Oh, it's just like Hungary 2019. Like yeah, they, they like did. admit. Yeah. And I'm like, why don't you just do something different? I know they literally <laughs> called it. They, yeah. they literally said it, it like, Oh, maybe hung repeat of hungry 19. Well, like if you're thinking that already, I mean, you, ha- you have to consider the pit, but I guess at the end of the day, there's a lot that goes into that strategy and you yeah. might lose track position on a track that's hard to overtake. And then mm-hmm. yeah, at the end of the day, like I guess second place is really good points for the team. So if they can get like a really good qualifying result in Monaco and Verstappen yeah. is to win that race and they're right back in that championship race. For sure. Maybe Perez could start on the first two rows. That would help too. Maybe he could. That would help for the team. It would be helpful, <laughs> yeah. helpful for that constructors. Cause yeah. I mean, Perez uh, again, fourth race. And now it's uh, he's not looking, I mean, he's, he kind of looks a little more comfortable, but still mm-hmm. not really, you know, yeah, I'd say yeah. he looks, he looks good, but not up to the standard of that Red Bull team. Like they need him to be pushing for podiums every race. Yeah. For sure. yeah. That's the difference of like, mercedes being able to do that sort of strategy if perez is up there in third or fourth uh, oh for sure mercedes have to look up for two red bull cars instead they just got max they're like okay let's just do whatever we want exactly two two strategies and we could regardless we'll get the win going back to max just at the start like uh, his launch off the line again and his late breaking into that first corner is what put him ahead and i mean he was he was about to take out lewis um, you know, essentially if Lewis didn't oh, yeah. back out of that, I mean, he kept his racing line, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Lewis had to hit the brakes there. Yeah. It was awesome. I thought at first, like when you watch it live, you're like, you, you think that there's like had to have been contact, like mm-hmm. it was so shocking that there was none, none oh, at all. Man, it was, it was inches. Yeah. Yeah. It was wicked. Yeah. So I was, that was... I was so fired up. And, uh, and Valtteri again, kind of sat in no man's land. I mean, he got outpaced by, charles there for the first uh for the first stint and mm-hmm. um what a great race by charles and ferrari yeah oh, awesome race yeah that was Definitely. like i would say that was probably their best race to date since they've like won a grand prix for sure yeah they, charles had great pace throughout the entire race he defended he defended Botas like for how many laps like almost like 30 laps maybe or like 20 laps and then yeah. even when he got past he was he was right there the whole time mm-hmm. it's not like Botas just like ran away no yeah it's true so that yeah, was at, huge i feel at like the Charles end of the day and- like i think it was more <clears throat> like Botas eventually passing Leclerc was a bit inevitable, let's say, because he yeah. has a superior car, but it was also the mm. tire strategy too. Like Leclerc was on older tires, so he kind of got picked off. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I thought for one point, at one point of the race, that Charles was going to be on the podium, to be totally honest. I was and like, yeah, like it's their, like you said, Jordan, it's like they're the closest they've been to like a podium wasn't on, I don't think was like super unrealistic for them this weekend. Um, no, like it did seem like, f- go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say they just needed to get lucky. Like if they just got a little bit, totally. of luck, then they're on the podium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully, a, hopefully they carry that momentum into Monaco. Definitely strong know. weekend for that team. Yeah. And you know that Charles is going to be giving it everything back home in Monaco. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna and be wild. He, and he didn't get to race there last year either. So that's 
Um, I, I think Ferrari could be strong just based off the fact that like Charles will be so hungry. And like, I, I have a feeling he's going to, he's going to be in that top five again for qualifying mm-hmm. and he'll make those daring passes. Cause he knows that he's been watching that track. I mean, everybody has, but he's been growing up watching it yeah. um, forever. So even I remember last year he didn't, or the year before, sorry, Charles didn't have the best qualifying he like i can't exactly remember what happened but he started way back in the pack and he was just like making passes mm-hmm. um and then he ended up crashing because inevitably if you push too hard on that track you're gonna hit something oh yeah. for sure yeah it's crazy <clears throat> there's no room for error in monaco no. but uh yeah charles is a super exciting driver uh really ever since he hopped into that ferrari seat he immediately started pushing vettel and then kind of took over that number one seat and now he's like still like, I don't want to say outperforming the car, but like he is pushing it to the limit and he's getting results that like his teammates haven't been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think like he showcased that last year too. Yeah. Uh, he got like so much out of a, a really not that good car last year in Ferrari having like, did he, did he have a podium last year? I don't think so. Maybe a, uh, a fourth though. Like he was yeah. still up there mm-hmm. um, in a car that like was hardly competing for like the bottom of the top 10 at some points. Yep. Yeah. Totally. But what, he, uh, while we're on, while we're on these top kind of these top teams here, what did you think of that uh, of Botas not letting Lewis buy so easily? Yeah. I, I mean, I loved, I loved it. <laughs> um, but I, I watched an, inter- uh, an interview with the two of them after afterwards and they like the interviewer obviously asked that question and um, yeah, Lewis, I guess he didn't get that on the team radio. So he just assumed they were racing and uh, Botas was uh, he just said like, we're on different strategies and I wanted to let him buy, but at the same time he was worried about Charles and Charles being in his pit window. So mm-hmm. he was like, we we're just, we we're racing. You're pushing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. He was like, it's, it was the best for my race. So obviously Lewis got by and like, I don't on know, still with, car. still within a lap. Yeah. Um, I don't think the, the two drivers or Toto or the team really thought too much of it, but yeah. if they were to say touch tires and spin out or crash into the wall, then, you know, yeah. it's a completely different story. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think based on the result, it was there like, Oh, it's fine. But, yeah. and unfortunately that didn't happen because that would have made things very oh, interesting. so juicy. And <laughs> <laughs> have Charles P2, man. Would have been, that would have been yeah. something. <laughs> that would have been great. Max um, would be the leader of the championship. Well, life's good. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So we got, we're in for, I would just, we, we kind of need Max to get a win here soon, or at least like a podium while Lewis doesn't get a podium, like yeah. we, for this championship battle to really, you know, carry on and push through the year. I, I think we need that next week in Monaco. Yeah. I think, I think it's like crucial for like Red Bulls kind of like team morale for Perez and Max to have just like a knockout race next weekend. And I would love um, to see them both. Yeah. If you have Lewis win another one, then that's, that's three in a row. And it's just like, okay, well, it's like, I feel like you kind of start to doubt yourself because it's like, you're, you're competing with them so closely, but you're obviously just making these tiny, tiny mistakes that is allowing them to win. And they just need to have like a really solid weekend. Yeah. Agreed. And I think they will. I mean, that chassis, uh, you know, it, it favors that track. So, or the mm-hmm. track favors that track, whatever. Um, 
and I think, you know, Red Bull will have a really good quality. I think Danny Rick and Lando and the McLarens could have a good quality and a good race. Um, yeah. It's just nice. It's, it's like, yeah, it's nice that the, the straight line speed is not really the point of this race. You know, no, you don't, don't, you don't need that powerful car. You need something that's very, that can maneuver well and is, yeah. is uh, and drivers that are willing to like, you know, make, take chances and, mm-hmm. and kind of have a bit of a high risk race. No, for sure. Yeah. I'm excited. I think, like you said, Red Bull, that car has always been suited to that track. Yeah. Uh, Ricardo has always really done well at that track. So I think, yeah, I think quality uh, is going to be so good to Monaco. Yeah. It feels like it's been so long since they've raced there, but it's only, I guess it's only been a year, but. Um, well, it's been like two years now because they weren't there last year this time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, ha- so it has been two years. It has, has been two years. Yeah. Crazy. Which feels like a while. It does. I'm excited. Um, so what did you guys think of, uh, let's just talk about McLaren quick. what did you think of their race? what do you think of Danny Rick's race? I mean, it, it was nice to see him actually what fifth or six, six, yeah. I think he finished. Yeah. So it was good. Um, I think, I think overall they had a good weekend and, uh, Lando, just seem to struggle a little bit, but I don't think that's too, too worrisome. I think when you're in those, in that top 10 position on a track, that's hard to overtake. There's, uh, there's not much, I don't know. He had a good race. I don't think there's much else he could have really done to be honest. Yeah. He's still scoring points, which after having a couple Mm -hmm. really good races, um, it's nice that he didn't just like dip down to like, you know, 11th, 12th, 13th. For sure. Um, that's the one thing I saw that was cool. Um, now after that weekend i think lando and charles are separated by one point in the drivers championship and uh daniel and carlos are separated by like two points so like that battle between mclaren and ferrari um from a team standpoint and the driver standpoint is is shaping up to be really good massive yeah yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be fun seeing uh those guys go at it because it seems like it seems like the Ferrari and Leclerc is just, he's just being super consistent, you know, and it'll be interesting to see how that battle, that is the battle for third place. For sure. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. How about your, uh, your predicted uh, driver of the day from last week? Hey, eh? <laughs> not so, not so good. No bueno. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, my, uh, this, the Spanish King, uh, place 17th. Yeah, geez. Oh, Got over it. Yeah. Behind Latifi, Giovan, Giovanzi. Giovanazzi. The only what the only people he would have finished with in front of were the two Hazes and the Alphatari, right? Who got the old DNF? <sighs> Ouch. Should we talk about Yuki? I, I feel like he's uh he's fiery, eh? Oh yeah. Yuki, everybody's oh. talking about this guy. I, I love him, but he's he's pretty funny out there. He's he's hilarious. Like their the radio chat between them they're just the team's just like yuki like calm down (laughs) (laughs) he's just so mad and then uh his interview after quali he just like totally spilled the beans on the team saying like he doesn't think he has the same car and uh it doesn't make any sense like why he's struggling so much and gasly is is like doing well like he was just like he totally threw the team under the bus and i think that's just like he probably was not uh <laughs> not in the bo- good books after that. What probably the- got put in the doghouse a little bit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So that's crazy. Uh, yeah. 
he makes it exciting though. So I think it, uh, yeah, just give him some time in the day, this sport. Like you said, I guess he's like a pretty fiery driver and he's mm. really young. So he's got yeah. a lot to learn and, and part of like being a professional driver or an athlete in any sport is not just like how you perform in your sport, but it's also mm. how you like handle yourself in all of the interviews and all of For your, sure. your like time away from the track or the game or whatever. It yeah, is. no, absolutely. And I think that just, that just like comes with time. Um, I mean, for some, it might come naturally. Like when you look at like, like George Russell and like Lando coming into the sport, they are all pretty, I feel like they were all pretty level-headed. Um, mm. I think Yuki is just like so passionate that he has, doesn't really know how to control or like diverse, like split between like what he should say and what he should just like not say to the media. Yeah, absolutely. And he'll, he'll learn. Yeah. Hopefully. No, for sure. English is also exciting. a second language, so that's interesting yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, that's always a barrier. No, for um, sure. Okay, what about uh, the other, like speaking of Alonzo and the Alpine team, uh, Oakland had a great weekend. Esteban got his, what was it, his first points of the season or has he finished Esteban. in the points? Um, He has finished in the points, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, that but- they... They had a way better quality than they did race. Yes, for both, sure. Both Ocon and Alonso. Like Ocon qualified fifth, I believe, didn't he? He did. So, so he best did quality drop. of the season. Yeah. So he did drop quite a few places. Yeah. Um, I guess it's just nice to see them get some points for the first time of the year. For sure. No, it's awesome. Um, Gasly got a point. Yeah. Ooh. Stroll is still pointless. Yeah. Aston Martin, super disappointing, man. Four races in, and these guys still are not getting it together. They stink, man. They stink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what happened. Maybe it was the change in livery that Forest Green's not really working for them. Yeah, but it looks so good on the track, man. I thought it was going to be like top three all the time. <laughs> they're, not, they're not the pink mercs of last season. That's for sure. No, no they're. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I th- I think they, they like really struggled with those slight changes, like in downforce and everything like that. Like, and it, I think it's just showcasing that the small changes that were made, I think affected uh, Mercedes and them kind of the most, even though Mercedes seemed is obviously still fine. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty strange. They're struggling for sure. I'm curious to see what will happen. Like if they, if they have a season that just continues to go this way, there's going to be like some sort of personnel change, whether it's drivers, team principal, or whatever, you know, Lance Stroll or Lawrence Stroll isn't going to put up with like a losing team. Totally. And I am wondering, maybe they have invested. I mean, all these teams keep talking about like the investments they made into this, these new regulations with next year's mm-hmm. car. Um, and maybe they're betting pretty heavy on that. Yeah. Um, especially because like you kind of know that you're not like the way that Red Bull and, and well, how dominant Mercedes has been and then how close Red Bull was to them compared mm-hmm. to every other team. Like, I guess you, you kind of know that you're, it's going to be tough to compete this year mm-hmm. for sure with those top guys. Yeah. That's just giving them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're just shit. Yeah. Mm. It'd be sweet to see uh Hulkenberg and maybe in there for a race or so. Oh, that'd be unreal. I miss seeing yeah. that guy. I don't know why. I know do you really think like next year when the regulations change that it's 
going to change things that much or do you think it'll probably be mercedes red bull ferrari again is there like a are they introducing like a salary cap of some sorts or is that not really a thing um i i don't know i i know like uh yeah i honestly i have no idea man right Uh, there's something to look into but since like f1 is similar to like european football in the sense that like the richest clubs and the richest teams usually perform the best right i don't know why like the mercedes and ferrari and red bull wouldn't be the top three teams still and mclaren like pushing them and and so on right yeah i think they have limited the amount of money you can spend but that being said at those like like you said those bigger teams are still even though it's less they're still gonna be spending probably the most I don't like, like, uh, as far as the race goes, there was the really only exciting thing was like Lewis's strategy. If, can you guys, do you guys like agree with that or yeah, like there yeah, wasn't I mean, really anything else? No, it was, it was a fairly, uh, it was a fairly boring race. Mm-hmm. Um, the strategy with the top guys made it interesting. Yeah. And it was a little disappointing to see how quickly Lewis caught up to him. Oh, it was so sad. Yeah. You know, it's the the small, there was like some moments in the race, like, you know, Ferrari performing well, like Leclerc picking off Botas and defending him for the first half of the race. And then signs did well for the most part. It was kind of weird, like towards the last 10 laps or so, he was just getting really like picked off. Like it was nothing. Dude, he lost what cars just flying by him. Signs. Yeah, signs. Yeah, well, he lost two positions for sure in the last like you know handful of laps. Yeah, he finished he finished seventh in between uh Lando in eighth and Ricardo. And Ricardo, yeah, right. But Um, Lando did Lando have a penalty or something? Oh never mind. mind. Uh, No, no, um, Gasly had a penalty. Gasly yeah. had a penalty. When you consider that, like Gasly had a really good race to have a, what he had a five second penalty in his pit stop and then came out and made, still made points. So yeah, yeah, um, no, that's awesome. Something um, you don't see very often either. That penalty just for um, yeah, it's very strange. For like formation, I guess. Yeah, but he was like he was way over his yeah. box on yeah. the starting. It's like hit. clear as to why he got the penalty for sure. And yeah. man, I always feel so bad for those guys and the whole team when they're uh when they're stopped like that yeah <laughs> yeah they can't do anything seconds, it just yeah, feels yeah. like forever oh it does man yeah it feels so long um they're just like staring at tires yeah, yeah. <laughs> how about that uh alpha romeo um pit crew member that spotted the puncture on the tire did you guys that see was- that that was, oh God, that was crazy. That was wild. And then like, everyone's like, what's going on? And he's just like, he's punching the tire. I would love to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, oh, that, was awesome. was, that was impressive because he goes Super out. Impressive. He goes out with that thing and you're losing way more time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So was that with, um, that wasn't with. Uh, that was Giovinazzi. Yeah. Um, so it definitely. Yeah, see, in, in hindsight, I would have loved to see that tire get on. Giovinazzi, you know, crash, everything's fine. Safety car. car. <laughs> <laughs> Safety car, Max on a fresh set. 
off into the distance. Dude, very. we needed that race needed a safety car just to keep it, keep it alive. For sure, man. Yeah. Well, it had that, like the one at the very beginning, mm-hmm. but no, I don't think really anyone came in and changed tires, but it was just stressful because it tightened everything up. Like Dude, Max, Max was for, on his way. Oh man. It was like, because mm-hmm. after his first lap, he had a second and a half, uh, gap i think but lewis was just there the whole time it was so yeah. stressful like that first yeah. stint was was really exciting it was yeah just creeping back and forth like it was like max would pull and then he would lewis would catch up and then max would just get him out of drs yeah and it was like that whole time that's so much pressure for uh from like max's perspective dude crazy and it's it's tough to even like yeah for for the everyday person who's just watching like to think about the energy consumption and like you know conserving the conserving that and then about like the tires and going in and out of corners and because they know exactly where and how they're wearing tires you know for sure Um, and when you're trying to defend and we're trying to just keep him out of drs because you know if he gets into that drs zone or range then you're kind of you're you're hooped because they give you an extra it gives you like an extra 20 kilometers an hour to just catch right up. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's fucking, it is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be nice about, well, nice and not nice, I guess, but Monaco, they have the one DRS zone, but it's like you hit it as you're coming out of that corner and then it's a pretty short straight. Yeah, it is pretty short. So there's not too much passing that can kind of go on there. Man, it's going to be so cool to see the onboards in Monaco. Uh, It's it's going to be awesome. Favorite qualifying because they're fucking just giving her. Yeah, yeah you know it's just nuts qualifying in monaco is like it's like it's the best of the year it's yeah. so good mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited and max is just gonna tear it up i know it oh yeah he's he can tell he's like starting to get frustrated yeah. super frustrated like even the interviews after like all he said he's like what do you want me to say he's like we're slow we need a faster car yeah. and lewis's interview answers are like so methodical and like genuine I and i know he's like the whole team the factory everybody's doing great <laughs> the women and, max, and the babies back home yeah, yeah everyone love you so much and then max is just like we need a faster car yeah <laughs> he's, he's also a like, sitting duck he called himself a, a sitting yeah. duck yeah he's, he's like picking his hands he's like i don't know what you want me to say we need a faster car <laughs> <laughs> We need to fucking so mad. put some Red Bull in the in the gas tank there. And yeah. No shit. Yeah, I think I need a faster car's code made code names for like I need Perez to get his shit together. I need yeah. <laughs> uh, we need no mistakes. We need to switch up the strategy. Uh yeah, I know. He needs a good like he just needs some luck on strategy too, you know. I'm I'm really hoping that they can pull that off soon. Yeah, man. No, for sure. Just I get him because I feel like every time Max wins, it's kind of more or less because Max is just fucking killing it driving. Yeah, so yeah. good. Not yeah. so much like like I feel like Lewis clearly won because of the strategy today or yesterday. For sure, a couple of days. Yeah. Ago. yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, because if yeah, who knows if he would have got if they would have stayed on the same strategy. I feel like Max could have kept them in that like one to one and a half second range the entire race. Yeah, I think if exactly. I do feel like if they both went the distance on mediums, that it would have been, uh, well, it would have been a tight rate. It would have been more exciting. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, That's for sure. For the so, fans. who do we think uh, podiums in Monaco? Um, I mean, it's it's really tough to say 
that it won't be Max Hamilton and Bottas. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Uh, I, I think Charles is getting up there. You think Charles will be? Yeah. Um, I think he's been building up his uh, consistency, his confidence, you know, the car. It's all working for him right now. Hometown. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, I could see like Max, Max Hamilton and Charles for sure. Um, I would love to not see Hamilton up there, but he's Charles like is going to, he's going to pick off Botas is what's going to happen. Oh yeah. Yeah. See you later. I feel like Hamilton is going to, is going to hit a wall, get a puncture, um, something along those lines. And he's not going to be able to finish a race or he's going to finish in that, yeah. you know, fifth to, to 12th spot. Um, you know, it wouldn't be the worst thing, but I feel like that guy's a machine and he doesn't fuck up ever. Like, don't think it's going to happen either. Yeah. Like if you look at the back of the championship, uh, the biggest mistake out of the, like between Red Bull and Ham- and Mercedes was Hamilton kind of like hitting the wall in Imola, but then still getting out and finishing second. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Like even when the dude does mess up, he still finishes second place. <laughs> Only time will tell guys. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Follow us. YouTube, Spotify, Facebook. You know you want. Instagram. Sorry. Sports Talk, F1, Monaco. <laughs> Let's go. We will see you next week for some uh, deeper predictions into the Monaco GP. Ciao, ciao. Ciao.